tape, take 56. 57. 57. I make it right this time. You're listening to Tailgate Country. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Tailgate Country podcast, where we talk about great down-to-earth country music. My name is Brett, and with me always is Hunter and Brian, and that was Kurt Freeman leading us into our show with Texas, and we've been gone for a while, but now we're back. How's everybody been? Pretty good, surviving the quarantine. Yeah, it's uh, getting used to it every day. Give us more time to do this podcast now. Yeah, actual time to do the podcast. We can get all three of us in front of the mic now, finally, which was... Yeah, all working from home, all doing classes from home, so it really allows us to be flexible with our time. Yeah, and uh, flexible for artists to do a lot of things, too, including a lot of what we've been calling quarantine concerts, basically social media live concerts for those who haven't been up to date on it. I think that's what we're going to chat about mostly today, but uh, everybody knows the world is closed. Everything is canceled. Um, and the state of entertainment is really in disarray right now. I feel for the artists who, I mean, you put lots of time into making new music and new albums, um, releasing singles and stuff. And now this totally changes up tour dates and their, your whole marketing game plan for releasing new music. Yeah. And what I'm interested to see is once this is all over and everything opens back up and everybody's excited, the world's back to normal. If it, you know, gets to that point, all of these rearranged tour dates are going to overlap and we're going to have to pick and choose our concerts. And I have a feeling we're going to miss some. Venues are going to be overwhelmed. Yeah. They'll just be hosting stuff back to back to back. Yep. Well, with this, we still do have, a lot of news, actually. Um, a lot of, like uh, like you hinted at, Brian, moving things around. Uh, we're not going to go through all the tour date movements and all that. You can find that on their social medias. But a couple of things that we've heard about uh, have to do with upcoming albums. And the first one I see on here, Brian, I'll let you talk about it. The Kenny Chesney album. Yeah, so Kenny Chesney um, currently slated for Friday, May 1st. Um, not sure how this is going to be changing moving forward. Um considering Luke Bryan actually just announced today that he is pushing back his album release to August 7th. So I know that he's got a big tour planned for his new album, um, similarly to Kenny Chesney, who I believe has postponed all of his tour dates through at least the last week of May, which I think all of us expect that to be extended later on. So, um, yeah, I mean, kind of going off of what we were saying before is how does, you know, you want to line up the album date with, your tour dates but when those things aren't in line do you have to rearrange everything so i certainly expect that to probably be pushed back is uh here and now the only song that's been released off that so far uh tip of my tongue oh i know really that one that's your favorite hunter that one was released that was a while ago yeah well like late last year yeah. yeah I guess I guess it can't really be a just a standalone He doesn't single. from my from what I've seen Kenny doesn't, he doesn't release too many singles. I mean if you look back at his stuff they've all made it onto albums. 
True. Which is how it should be. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. But when you see like, well, I won't spoil it yet, but like Sam Hunt, <laughs> he just took over all of his singles from the past four years and put them on one album and yeah. called it a day. <laughs> like Riley Green. Road from four years ago on one album. Or on album. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that, so two, two songs there that we know of so far. Well, we got uh, a, some more album news here. Um, I was on Travis Denning's uh, live show yesterday, and he talked about his upcoming EP. It's called Beer's Better Cold, um, and that is slated for May 15th. And Amen. he said it during this, so I don't anticipate that date moving. Um, yeah. Cole Taylor has some writing credits on this one. He sang the title track, The Beer's Better Cold, on his uh, Tuesday live stream, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that's a really good one. I've Has he released any songs from that one yet yeah um i think abby's on it uh nice that, there's three that he has um is tanky looking back at his singles yeah and um after a few yeah i think i'll probably make it. it and then there's three new ones but this will be his first um well this is a ep yeah so yeah we're, we're still waiting on the full length album from him yeah this is his first this yeah. is the first EP. Yeah. He didn't mention anything about a full length album on there. He only talked about this EP, but I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, Cause like you said, it's those three and then three other tracks, um, two of which he sang uh, during that live stream. So, and we'll, we'll get to the other one. Cause I want to talk about it later when we talk about some of these live streams. Um, it's really good. But uh, Hunter, do you want to hit on the other bit of album news here? Okay. Biggest album of the summer. Yeah. Right. That one, uh, Kitmore has a new album on May 29th. It's finally announced. Um, just put out. Uh, what's the song they just put out? Wild World. Wild World. Yeah, Wild World. Yeah. yeah and Hunter and I, we actually got to um, see an acoustic session of his uh, in uh, Medina, Ohio, about a month ago. That would have been yeah. our last concert before the uh, everything shut down. And he teased a lot of new music from that album. I think he yeah. played like three or four new songs. He played three of them. He played Southpaw. Um, it's an American Blue Dream night. Red, white, like blue jean, American Dream. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is really good. Yeah, that song's really good. And then um, the Janie Blue song. I think there's a couple yeah. YouTube videos of that one out. That's right. But, but yeah, it was pretty cool because we weren't, we're, you know, not supposed to take video of any of the songs. And Oh, yeah. He, he was strict yeah. on it, too. Yeah. But... It, it, it was really cool, and I'm really excited to see this album come together. I think 13 songs on the album, 13 or 14. Yeah, 13 so, um, yeah, I mean, certainly going back to Slow Hearts, uh, which was released back in uh, 2017, this is a good – I expect it to be a good follow-up for it. And certainly with Wild World already being released, he's already uh, grabbed the attention of everyone with the current state of things. Well, you guys were able to quote him as saying that it's going to – beat everything he's ever done isn't yeah, it he did say that at the, the dive bar tour. yeah when, when we saw him on the bud light dive bar tour i i asked him i said hey you know are you ever going to release reason to believe which uh i think we've talked about in the past but it's a unreleased song of his on youtube and i said hey you know you, you should release it and he said oh i have to look back on my notes he said this album's gonna blow the smoke out of everything i've ever done before yeah i think that's he said something like that yeah something you, like that do you remember at the the concert uh, a month ago, those ladies behind us that were pushing and shoving in the concert of like 200 people. 
Yes, yes. There was only like 200 people there and they were all clamoring to be at the front when there was literally not a bad spot there. Yeah, the, the same lady was taking videos with the flash on the whole time. Which pet peeve for everyone out there, if you are at a concert taking a video with a flash, you're literally the worst. You are the worst. Yeah. You are the, the worst. The worst. Just <laughs> awful. So the, it makes no difference with your video because there are yeah. thousands of lights there and, and just, you just bother everybody else. And don't take a video of the whole song. Take a 10-second video for your Instagram story and be done with it. Sorry, last piece of uh, album news here. Um, Josh Abbott was on a live stream last week um, and said that he's trying to push his album from fall that's slated to be released as fall all the way up to spring, uh, late spring. He was live streamed with Co Wetzel. That was pretty cool. Uh, Co came in, talked a little bit, sang a song and left. And it wasn't even a new song. Uh, he sang forever and then left. <laughs> um <laughs> It's not confirmed yet. Josh Abbott just said he was trying to convince his manager. Uh, I just thought it was interesting, something that maybe we're ahead on. Um, but I'm assuming that is Catching Fire EP that he released in October, I think. Uh, I think it'll probably be just straight up folded into this album, seemingly uh, a lot you, of you would think You would think so. Yeah. I uh, haven't heard anything more than this, though. It was just kind of a, I guess, a throwaway comment. Um, well, I, I do find it interesting that you see some artists that may, some artists are bringing new music forward and releasing it sooner. Um, I think Wild World is a good example. And we'll talk about Be A Light from Thomas Rhett, both two songs that were supposed to be released later on. And they said, hey, let's release them now. But then you see other artists who push it back. And so it's it's really interesting to see the dynamics of why they do this. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the music that's been released uh we've been gone for a while we're not gonna dive all the way back into music that's been released uh in december but i did want to go over since i guess since everything got shut down uh some of the stuff that's been released because i at least thought that it was going to put a hold on most releases um but some artists are really taking advantage namely uh, a favorite of ours musk and i bloodline releasing the quarantine work tapes volume one potentially a volume two um, but the rundown on this for anybody who hasn't listened, they just broke out their iPhones and I believe everything that they recorded was written during quarantine. Um, it's not cut. It's like you can hear uh, Charlie Moncaster introduce a couple of songs, you know, this is the highway or whatever. And none of them are counting towards their upcoming album. So they have six songs on this EP, uh, none of which are coming uh, on their album. That's, I don't even know. One's going to be released at this point. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then they said that they might actually turn them into full recordings if they do well. And as far as I know, they've uh, they've done pretty well. See, I, I think the cool part about this is they each did three songs. They're not together like how most of their albums are. And the thing for me, like the, my personal taste is somehow I picked out the three that Charlie did or to add to my playlist. Interesting. I, yeah, I, I added I added five of them. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. That's just I guess I like his voice better than Gary's. I guess I don't know. Interesting. Um, we also had uh, "What Would Dolly Do" by Lainey Wilson. I've she didn't she didn't sing this one when we when we saw her uh, in Nashville. No, no. Was coming. She only sang like I think three or four songs on yeah. that day. 
Well, that's right. But still a surprise, though. I assume you guys covered that in an earlier episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Our last episode it. actually was yeah. about uh, was about Nashville, mm-hmm. way back then. Um, but yeah, this, I what do you guys think about this one? I loved it. It's a heater. It's like, mm-hmm. this is like it's a good way of putting it. Guitar. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I um, didn't that out. <laughs> so uh, Sam Hunt finally put out this album that we've been talking about since we started this podcast. Since I was in high school. Yeah, since way back in the day, called Southside. What do you guys think? On the surface, a lot better than I expected. Yeah, so. the the whole album itself to me seems like it's all over the place with the songs. Like they don't fit together. And part of that is there's like several different producers on it with having Body Like a Backroad coming out four years ago and then just being thrown in the middle. Um, well, you, you body like a back road, um, drinking too much. That song has been out since 2017 as well. Yeah. I remember listening to that when we lived in uh, my sophomore year of college. And so it's, it's just a real weird blend of songs. And like I said earlier, he just put a bunch of singles together and called it an album. There's no theme. There's no tone, no mood to it. It's just a bunch of singles, which isn't necessarily a bad thing it's just it's all over the place i i think there's definitely a theme to it and the theme to to me is like it's one relationship that he just can't get over it seems like which is weird because he's married well i mean i back when some of these songs really came out i don't think he was married no yeah well drinking drinking too much was kind of an apology for releasing montevello um yeah and kind of attacking his ex at the time current wife today yeah just i don't know it just it's just all about the same thing and it's kind of boring and the songs are like i've probably listened to it three or four times now and i couldn't pick out like which song's which you're you're a fan of uh breaking up was easy in the 90s yeah that one's that one's my favorite and 2016 is my favorite and i think 2016 is definitely the most country song on this album. Yeah. The rest of them are definitely pop songs. Those are definitely. the only two I listened to off the whole yeah. album, actually. I didn't yeah. go through and listen to the whole thing because I didn't want to, uh, because I generally don't care for Sam Hunt. Um, but once you guys told me about those two, I did listen to them. And they're fine, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're good. Um, I like those two. Um I also like Young Once, which is very poppy, um, yeah. very poppy, but I also feel like that song was kind of made for radio. Yeah, it um, seems like Young Once was going to be like a good summer song. I yeah, it'll, it'll be a good that. summer put on the radio, windows down kind of song. And so um kind of forcing myself to like that one because I imagine that we'll be hearing a lot of that one coming up. But uh, I mean, yeah, country no it's not country but as a, just a song in itself it's it's not bad well speaking of good country music um we alluded to it earlier but kit moore releasing wild world finally we were dying for new kit moore i think all of us can say that um and this one did not disappoint yeah it's so good it's just the perfect time for it too yeah it fits well i'm actually, re- I'm, I'm actually he- really excited for the video to come out because 
he released that acoustic yeah, uh, video today. Yeah, there was like today. an acoustic video today. Yeah. I, I did not see that one yet. But... Yeah, okay. you have to check it out. But from the teasers that he put out, it looks like it's just like a really well shot and directed kind of thing, probably recorded in Southern California or like Arizona or something. Or uh, wherever he's been the past two months surfing. Hawaii. Like in, he's in Hawaii yeah, in his Hawaii little hut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> I, I feel like with this album too, he's changing his look. Like on all the like promo shoots and everything, he's ditched the backwards snapback and his hair is so much longer. It's really funny looking back uh, at his old cover art. If you look at uh, the Young Love album cover when I mean, he's just totally different now but that's what i that's what i think then. of when i think it more when i think it more i think of that backwards trucker hat yeah you know and like the leather jacket he's got in there and whatever but it just kind I of think fits he, what he sung about earlier at least yes and i but he has talked about like in the concert um that we saw last month where he he doesn't necessarily want to be affiliated with bro country like yeah he said to himself like that's not who he is and that's kind of what he was made out to be early on but he kind of wants to distance himself. Which is funny because if you listen to any of his songs, come on. Like even songs that could be, I guess, if you read the t- like the title of them, like Beer, Money, and you know that kind of stuff, something about truck. But like if you actually listen to it, it's not. I agree. I, I agree. I'd say those two are like the closest to the bro country, but the rest isn't. Yeah, and it's and I brought those two up specifically because, yeah, like, like you said, they're the closest, but they're still not. They're, they're just not. They're not. That's not who he is. No, no. But if you look back on Slow Heart, that was kind of like the changing of the tide, yeah. I think, for him. Um, I just that the album is well all time best. Oh, we know but, how you feel about that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I know you like Bittersweet Company. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. Yes, like, just in general. Yes, yes. Yeah. And God, so, that's great one. well, what I also find interesting is I wonder what the album title was going to be. I wonder if he was always going to do Wild World. Or if that had changed with uh, the current state of things, I don't think so. I think that was probably you think so? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I personally wouldn't change a title of an album just because of this. Eh, it gets you get you attention though. If it was just going to be a random song on his album, and you know, now now this kind of relates to the current state of everything. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting, though. Well, let's get to this last one here. Um, Brian, you brought it up a little bit earlier. What we got next? Ah, Be Be A Light. light. Yeah. Yeah, so Be A Light. um, Definitely more of a slower, slower song. I think, Hunter, what'd you compare it to? (laughs) I said it it has the same energy as the those like gather or bless signs middle-aged yeah, like, women live laugh love yeah. <laughs> every time yeah. every time that gabby and i go out to uh the store she always points those out and she's like can we get one i'm like i have one rule no. and that's the word gather cannot appear anywhere in our no. house anywhere no. no and so uh hunter hunter compared it to one of those signs and so yeah i mean it, it, it's a slower song it's not supposed to be upbeat and i was reading an article before this about how that song was supposed to come out later on um just talking about like the hardships that people face and you know seeing the good things that can come out of everything and so 
um, another example of how they've moved up through the release date of this song to coincide with everything. And I, I think it's great. It has, um, for anyone who hasn't heard it, it's, uh, it's Thomas Rhett in the lead with uh, Reba, Hillary Scott, Chris Tomlin, as well as Keith Urban. And so I think, uh, I think it's great um, having all of them on that track. And again, it's just, you know, it relates to what we're going through right now. And so I think, I think it's a great song and uh, it's definitely a different tone um, from what we're used to hearing from him. Well, you'll get these songs every couple of years, every time something happens, like when Hurricane Harvey came through Texas, all the Texas artists came together and had a big song like that uh, with the Haiti earthquake way, way back when. Um, we, uh, was that we are the world. Did. Yeah. I think it was I think called was we wrong. are the world. And yeah, that was, uh, that had a lot of current artists at the time. That was actually a reproduction of we are the world from, I think, uh, it was in the eighties. Yeah. For, for something like with a, Africa. Yeah. I think it was when the HIV epidemic was going on. Yeah. Africa, and they did it, yeah. I think to raise awareness for that. But I think that's a really good transition into talking about, uh, the live show concerts that have been going on. The first one that's, uh, well, it wasn't a live show concert in the same sense as these other ones we're going to talk about, but it was on a uh, CBS, and it was the American Country Music Association. They titled it Our Country. Um, and they basically just had every artist, every who's who um, from their own house singing some songs. Uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't care for it. Uh, I liked bits and pieces of it. But well, the- one of my main criticisms is I don't think it was live. No, I it was no. it was pre everything. Yeah, everything, everything was, was pre-recorded. pre-recorded. Yeah. yeah, and so right off the bat, uh, that turned me off from the, it. Um, the uh, Brad Paisley, Darius Brucker, mud on the tires, uh, wagon wheel mashup was kind of weird. I thought. Yeah, those songs did not fit together, <laughs> and I just I thought it was just off-putting. From like I tuned in right when it started, and they had their introduction, whatever, and then Gail King comes on. And I get that she is <laughs> prolific. She's had an amazing career. Great anchor interviewer. CBS has nothing to do with country music, has never had anything to do with country music. And I was immediately off put. I'm like, why don't you put Reba up there? Why don't you put a classic artist? You can get yeah. them. Yeah, why don't you put them up it. there? Well, my question is, so that took the place of the ACM awards. Cause that was supposed to be yes. last weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They rescheduled it for the fall, but I don't know if you guys know this. Who was supposed to host the ACMs this year? Like, why can't (laughs) (laughs) she just lost her audition? But yeah, Yeah. I mean, why can't you have had a continuation of that? That's a good point, but it wasn't all bad. Um, Let's talk about some of the good things. Number one, uh, I love Eric church. That's not a secret. Everybody knows that. Um, And he has, we all do. Yep. And he had a new song. uh, They performed called never break heart. And in my eyes, Eric Church can't really do any wrong. So I would just sit here and say it was amazing. So I want to know what you guys thought about it. I thought it was really good. Um, I haven't listened to it since the actual taping of it, but I was watching it and Eric Church came on. And since he didn't, he just had like regular glasses and the beanie hat on. Yeah, hip, um, hipster Eric Church. It, it, it <laughs> took like halfway through the song before our mom even realized who he was. She's like, who the heck is this? Well, let's let's be specific about the beanie. It wasn't just like a, it wasn't like a knit cap. Like it was like a tall beanie where there's probably yeah. about 
you could have fit like two beer cans under it on top of his head. <laughs> and he was real uh, scruffy with, with, I've never seen him wear actual glasses before. No. Um, and he just looked cozy, but yeah, the song was awesome. Yeah. And it seems that he's going back to what he was doing earlier. Cause I know the outsiders was kind of half and half with like weird songs or very different songs. And that's him expressing just- himself. There's just not a lot of memorable songs on that one. No, and then the latest one that he put out was I just uh, thought I thought it was kind of weird. I liked it, but it was different. And this Never Break Heart, you could put it on Chief. You could put it on Carolina. You could put it on any of those early tracks and it fits right in. So I'm excited for that one. Yeah, me too. And then, Brian, as you talked about, um, we kind of hit on the recorded version of it, but, to, but Thomas Rhett uh, performed Be a Light by himself. I thought it was good by himself. I don't love the mashup songs with all different artists in it. I don't know, it's just a little weird to me, but uh, I liked his rendition of it. I think uh, with, with the mashup side of it, you have to have the right artists, and I think he does have the right artists on, um, on that one. But yeah, if he released that as a single by himself, it, it would do just as well. But all right, um, moving on. Uh, Risky Jam. This has been, I think, Hunter, it's Mondays and Thursdays, right? Yeah, Mondays and Thursdays now. Yeah, well, when it's... When they started out, they were doing it every night, but that got to be a lot. Yeah, well, it's uh, Whiskey Jam, in case anybody couldn't put that one together. Um, and it's like a singer-songwriter thing that they're keeping going. And, uh, boy, there's been a lot. And actually, uh, Thursday, they're having Brad Paisley, uh, CJ Stol- Solar, who else? There's... Uh, Jordan Fletcher, he's pretty good. Um, yeah. Bobby Pinson, Peyton Porter, and Jeb Gibson. Um, those three I've not heard of. But. No, I haven't heard a lot of them. Um, but one Risky Jam that I want to talk about in particular, I think it was their one of their first ones. Uh, but Riley Green was the headliner, and he sang a new song called Behind the Times. This is going to be another jam from Riley Green. Yeah, I remember I remember watching it, but honestly, I don't remember the song. If you want to elaborate more on it. It's just heat. It's well written. Uh, it's it's so good. Just just straight heat. Yeah, it was it was super good. Um and yeah, I mean Risky Jam happens all the time and there's a lot of good stuff going on it. Artists really only come up for a couple of songs. I think Riley Green yeah, they, himself was on for like 20 minutes. Yeah, they played two songs and talk for, I don't know, that each one's probably on there for 20, 25 minutes, which is great to try to get to know them a little bit too. Um, and okay, so I talked about this one a little bit before, but Josh Abbott uh, had a live stream with Co Wetzel and others. And I say others because Josh Abbott's not good at technology. He's a great artist, but he is not good with technology. Um, and so he couldn't figure out how to get some of his scheduled people on. He couldn't figure out how to get his buddies on. So he just dove in and started letting people that were tuning into his live stream on, which is super cool. I think that's a great idea. And so he put out a feeler and said, hey, does anybody have a guitar out there? And I had one in my room and through our podcast Instagram said, hey, uh, Josh, you know, we have a guitar here. And he read it out loud and acknowledged that I put that in there went to uh, go put me on and clicked on the wrong person. So I 
missed came so close to playing guitar with uh, Josh Abbott, which had been one of the highlights of my life, and we missed. So that's an L. <laughs> it was still a good show, though. He was on for, like, he would not put this thing down. He was on for over three hours, probably saying three songs himself. Um, yeah, didn't still he have cool. uh, Troy Cartwright on there, too? which you had never heard of him before. But. Right, yeah, yeah. Troy Cartwright was one of his buddies. Um, that guy was good. Yeah. I had not heard of him before that. Uh, and then I guess the last one, to, unless there's any others you guys want to bring up, um, but Travis Denning had one uh, the other day that I talked about. But the song I wanted to highlight in that, it's called Where That Beer's Been. Have either of you heard him sing it at any of his no. concerts anywhere? I'm pretty sure I have heard him sing that. Is that on YouTube? It could be. It's worth YouTubing. Um, but this song is up there with Abby and After a Few for as far as like jams go. Because this song was awesome. And I'm I really I do like Travis Denning. Um but boy, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I am really excited about stuff going forward, actually. Like everything that he's come out with recently is just great. You're talking about Travis Denning in general or just music in general? Travis Denning. Yeah. Yeah, this Travis, is Travis Denning in general. He's got a lot of good stuff. A couple of songs that are coming out seem like they're going to be pretty sweet. Um, but for those listening, if you haven't seen on our social media already, uh, we post daily schedules for these live shows. So if you want to find them out, uh, obviously I miss some. Uh, a lot of artists will do it like unannounced. I try to go through in the morning, early afternoon, and find them and put them on there. Um, but I'll be, you know, logging on the Instagram at eight o'clock and all of a sudden this big artist just comes on. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to live stream right now. So sorry if I miss a whole bunch of them, Um, but I do my best. Yep. And tag us in anything that we might have missed and we'll get the update on our document. Yeah, for sure. Um, But to close things out, let's, uh, let's talk about some new music coming up. I don't have a whole lot for this. I see two things that I know of um, that are coming up. There's not a whole lot of new music announcing going on. I don't no. think a whole lot of new music is coming out. There will probably be some surprises. Um, but the first one we hit on a little bit earlier, but Muscadine Bloodline is thinking about doing Quarantine Work Tape Volume 2, I believe. I don't know when this is coming out. They put a feeler out, and everybody said yes. Any expectations? Probably not. I expect no, I mean, good as the last one. Yeah, yeah, if it's a continuation of what they had before, I mean – can't go wrong with it i don't know of any i don't think they have any youtube songs left that have gone unreleased i think they've pretty much put all those out um recently so yeah i I don't know what's going to be on this probably stuff that they just wrote and they're real good um but then the one that i've been excited for Mm -hmm. we've been asking this dude to put out music for he last put his album out three years ago (laughs) uh, and has put out one song since then parker mccullum is finally releasing something um, and it's titled Like a Cowboy. He's put yeah. out two teasers. Yeah, excited for this one. I'm sure it'll be good like the rest of the song. Yeah, this yeah I actually I haven't heard any of the teasers, but I mean, if he, if he keeps his, uh, you know, what he does, just keeping it going, I, it, sh- it should be just as good as his other stuff. Well, he was on uh, WGAR, which is a Cleveland country station, which I was mm-hmm. like, wait, really? So that was kind of cool. Um, well, what song was it? Was it Pretty Heart? 
No, 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 not at all. He sang uh, a random song that oh, everybody's begging. I missed the introduction to it. I came in the middle of him singing it, but um, yeah, everybody was like, oh my God, put this out. And Brad, are you going to a show in Austin? Yes, I was. Yeah. The 24th. It's been no, rescheduled. It's being rescheduled for June. June 12th? Yeah. So yes, I, I will be going to that one. I'm mad though. I was supposed to go to Muscadine last week and I had Parker teed up. Me and Hunter were supposed to go to Cody Johnson last month. Cody Justin Johnson Moore last Josh month. Yeah. Hunter, Hunter and I were going to uh, Jamison Rogers and Hunter Phelps last week. Yeah. Uh, I missed well. out on the Houston Rodeo. Yeah. Brad Paisley was going to be there. Yeah. So that one just straight up is canceled. <laughs> yeah. So sucks. Yep. And even looking, looking ahead, I mean, I think, uh, what did we have on May 8th? Was that Muscadine, Hunter? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to miss out on Muscadine. I know I'm missing out on Kenny Chesney. He was going to be at Blossom in May, and that's already been canceled. So I saw Luke Combs just announced a rescheduling of a concert at Appalachian State. Um, it was supposed to be May 20th or something. It was, it was, it was in May. And he just straight up rescheduled it for next year. Imagine having tickets to that and him being like, you know what? It's in 2021 now. Well, that's why I find interesting is all these artists are rescheduling their acts, but you don't, we still don't really know when anything is going to happen. Like, do you really want to reschedule them a second time? Right. But imagine having tickets to something and you're going to go next month and you know, it's not going to happen because of everything, but like, you're like, you know, it'll get pushed to July, August, September, whatever. And he's like, nah, man, next May. And now you've told (laughs) him those tickets for a year. I think that one's at the football stadium there. So it is be kind of hard to reschedule that for the fall. Maybe that's true. That is true. Good point. Another new song. Um, I think there's a new Drake white song that comes out Friday. Um, Oh, that's right. You sent us that. Isn't there a few of them? The whole EP comes out the 24th. And okay, but he's releasing one of them this yeah, week. But the song Eat, Drink, Dream, it's on YouTube. Like, he released it on YouTube, but I would imagine it, the, um, it would come out on the which is, platforms. This which week. is funny because we were just saying last week in our group chat that Drake White is one of those artists that we haven't heard anything new, and we could really use something new from him. Oh, yeah, and then like an hour later, he's like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> he hacked into our texts. Yeah. Um, but good, yeah, no, we can uh, end on a good note there, uh, unless anybody has anything else to add. Um, I believe that's our show. We're back. Oh, yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Tailgate Country if you don't already, and go ahead and leave our show a like, a rate, um, whatever they can do on the podcasting networks these days uh but make sure everybody stays home stay safe enjoy your social media live stream concerts hopefully everything will be back to normal soon and we will uh join everybody again here uh next week stay home <laughs>